0: You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop,
1: The Trend Zone. Hello, and welcome to The Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey, and we are the football dudes. Are you ready, brother?
0: Dave, you know, it's a new year, but some things don't change. Like me being ready to kick some ass on the trend zone. Come on, brother. <laughs> all
1: right. oh. Our next stop, the trend zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about the passing of some legendary coaches. The QB carousel has already begun spinning. It's not even the offseason yet. We'll go into a little survival, a little fantasy go-back starts of the week. And, of course, we will talk about all the awesome games coming up in week 18, the last week of the extended NFL season. But, Casey, before we get that all going –
0: you know what the people deserve is a nice, tasty nug. Oh, yeah, baby. And how fitting for the <laughs> the most grande season ever. Let's get a grande, sticky, icky, uber-tasty nug here, Dave. Nice. You mentioned Week 18. Four teams fighting for that number one seed in the AFC still, man. We've been through a whole season. And that number one seed in that crucial bye week still up for grabs. And one of the teams... Yep. Fighting for that by Dave. Who Dave? Cincinnati Bengals, man, completing a worst-to-first turnaround, winning their division, the AFC North, after finishing last last season. That Dave, that's happened in 17 of the last 19 seasons, bro. That's why we love the NFL, man. Every year, someone's got a chance, man. Hope yep. is alive and thriving, bro. Yeah, no question about it, man. That is the beauty of the loss. Uh, the
1: uh, NFL is that. You know, you you always feel like once the season comes to an end, that draft isn't that far away. Those camps aren't that far away. And a chance to get back into it and give yourself a chance to, who knows, make it to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. awesome. (laughs) All right, Casey, let's move it on to the top trending stories. Uh, Obviously, we lost um, some legendary coaches, but get started. Please talk about uh, Mr. John Madden.
0: Yeah, dude, you can't, um, you know it's hard to encapsulate what this guy's contributions to the game of football in the NFL meant, you know, for the, uh, the young cats, they never knew this guy as a head coach for the Oakland Raiders, you know, or the, uh, the Miller light commercials where he used to bust through the wall. <laughs> but, yeah. But these cats, you know, definitely know him from the Madden uh, franchise video game wise and a huge part of our youth and even my adulthood playing Madden, um, became the go-to game across all consoles, and just, you know, the way the guy commented on the game with his several partners throughout, but brought us the Telestrator, and the boom, and all this action, what the guy's going to do this, you know? And, of course, the turducken on Thanksgiving, so his contributions are endless. Um, Everybody had just great things to say about him that knew him, and just, uh, you know, uh, one of the, you know, biggest figures in the history of the game, so he will definitely be missed by a ton of people, but Dave, much like... Uh, Farrah Fawcett dying on the same day Michael Jackson did dude <laughs> one of the yeah. other coaches with huge contributions getting lost in the shuffle a bit so show him a little bit of love
1: yeah it's Dan Reeves he I believe was a Super Bowl winning player and coach Show so, uh, three Super Bowls for Mr. Reeves I uh, didn't enter the broadcast booth or have a name a game named after him though so maybe not quite as uh, well known as Mr. Madden but Dan Reeves certainly had a uh an awesome contribution to the NFL as well, so R E P R I e. P to both these dudes
0: yeah, and Dan Reeves former cowboy, just you know
1: <laughs> well, I've seen him with that big D on the side of his helmet when he was with the Broncos. <laughs> um, all right, let's move it along, Casey. Uh, we had a uh I don't know what you would call it a an early exit from one of the games, and the most bizarre uh, show uh, with the with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get into this.
0: Yeah, Antonio Brown jumping jack his way off of the field, man, and really in the line of the bizarre things that have gone on with this dude in the last few years, it's not really out of character, but it's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the Bucks If there is like a lot of issues off the field are going on internally with him, hopefully he gets that stuff uh, sorted out. But just what a waste player wise, dude, there was a time in the NFL where this guy was going number one in fantasy leagues because he was just dominating. Not the biggest guy, not the fastest, but one of the hardest working receivers or players out there. So it's it's a bummer to see it start trending this way. Um, and, you know, yeah. well, it, has it I
1: mean, it's more than started. You know, this is his fourth squad that he's burned bridges with, basically, as he cruised through. Uh, you know, the Pittsburgh deal, that was amazing how long they kept him under control there. Then, of course, he was with the Patriots, the Raiders, and now the Bucks. And in each case, it didn't end uh, very pleasantly for anyone involved.
0: No, and it's self-inflicted, too. You know, with every yep. stop, it's been something that he's done. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see. But really wasting a legacy when he could have been one of the, you know, the greats.
1: Yeah, now he's a clown. Um, all right, Casey. There's a handful of quarterbacks that we want to touch on uh, real quick here. Where would you like to get started on this?
0: Let's go ahead and start with the former teammate of Antonio Brown. We're talking about Big Ben, the last of those 2004 quarterbacks. Um, your guy Eli and your guy Philip Rivers and Big Ben. You know, lots of Super Bowls <laughs> between the three of them. So. Three sure-file <laughs> Hall of Famers. <laughs> That's right. But uh, Big Ben finally calling it quits unless something dramatic. Yeah changes, but it it doesn't look like that is. I think it was the last uh, time we saw him on Heinz Field, and it was pretty special. And I was trying to tell my wife about, this is what happens. This is sports. This is football. Like, with the interception to get him to go back on the field for one last possession to take that knee. It's like, you can't write that stuff, you know? And it happened. It just made that moment huge. Obviously, one of the best ever do it. And when he was young and tough, he used to be able to fight off all those injuries and just held the ball so long. And, uh, you know, a couple Super Bowls there. But, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a different look of Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward, man.
1: Yeah, it sure is. And they'll be in the market for uh, one, of the, one of the quarterbacks that hits the carousel, maybe in the one of the veterans, because they're sort of a ready-made uh, team in a lot of ways. They need to work on that O-line. Uh, but it's also fitting with Big Ben going to uh, Baltimore to finish the season up. There is where he had so many battles throughout his career yeah. against that Ravens squad uh, over there. So epic uh, finish for Big Ben.
0: Yeah, you know, and you, let's go ahead Our and case. keep in the AFC North, dude, talking about those other quarterbacks. We hit Joey B already, but Baker and Lamar are both on the fifth-year deal. The options picked up. Um, you know, there's a lot of give and take for giving these guys those huge deals. I would say Lamar, at this point, is probably uh, closer to getting that payday than Baker.
1: Yeah, and you when you look at this, Baker was the number one pick in the draft. Lamar was 31st or 32nd, was he 32nd? Yeah, 32nd. And 32nd, yeah. Uh, but he's been the MVP, so both of them are, you know, the teams have invested a lot in them. Uh, they certainly, um, you know, Baker has had his ups and downs and has been banged up this year. Lamar has had, uh, you know, obviously more positives than negatives, but banged up uh, at uh, during the, the course of this year as well. Uh, you know, you would have assumed those guys should have uh, maybe gotten those contracts done already, but at this point, uh, I guess probably everybody's in a wait-and-see scenario.
0: Yeah, dude, you got to – The all these Cleveland people eviscerating Baker Mayfield—they have such short memories, dude. If you look at the line of quarterbacks since Brian, dude, it's not been pretty. Right. It's the short memories because
1: each guy was in the game or on the team for like three or four games. And then it was another guy and then another guy and another guy when they went through 23 or 24 guys uh, before they landed on Baker. So, yeah, um, (laughs) they might want to consider their history uh, before they hit the eject button on Baker Mayfield. Uh, Speaking of hitting the eject button, I don't know how this one's going to go. But last year, Russell Wilson flirted uh, with moving on from the Seahawks and the divorcing Pete
0: Carroll. Um, Anything on that? Well, if you ask Russell, he never said anything. It was his agent. I never said anything. It was my agent.
1: That agent
0: came up with a list of teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did he know? (laughs) You know, it's interesting because Russ is still saying that, oh, I'd love to be in Seattle, and maybe he would, and it would be weird to see him going somewhere else. But you know, especially sending last year's and this year's first round picks to the jets for the Jamal Adams deal, they don't have a yeah. lot to work with here, and they've got a lot of holes to fill so and Russell's making a bunch of money if they were going to move him, this would be their chance to recoup some of that stuff. but uh you mm-hmm. know it'd be hard to imagine the Seahawks without him there dude
1: that would it would seem to be it would be a complete rebuild at that point in time, and then the pickup of of Jamal Adams to fit that p carroll style uh safety may, might not have been you know forward thinking at all so i assume that um yeah that that one's we'll have to just wait and see what happens could be a whole uh you know self-destruct over there all right that one more thing casey it's kirk cousins he's got a monster deal i think it's a 35 million dollar deal for next year 25 million guaranteed that's the final do you like year that, that
0: dave do you like that
1: <laughs> Well, I'm not a huge fan of the 100% guaranteed contract or whatever percentage of it was guaranteed. Um, At this point, uh, you know, he's put up good numbers, right? But um, Viking Viking fan doesn't seem to be too thrilled with them.
0: Yeah, dude, if you, you know, if you put up three touchdowns on a Sunday game at noon, but never in primetime or in the playoffs, then I don't care how many touchdowns you throw. So I know none of our friends that are Viking fans like this guy. Um, I know <laughs> Zimmer doesn't really like Kellen Mond either, so yeah, who knows what's right. going to happen with that. But, uh, yeah, I think that is definitely coming to an end if they can make a little magic to get out there. Otherwise, they stick with him for one more year. I mean, that's the going rate for a quarterback. He's above average, yeah. but he doesn't. Right inspire me or that team. I don't think.
1: Yeah. Maybe if you plugged him into a different team, you know, who, who knows. Uh, and uh, that team could renegotiate out the contract for a couple more years, get a, a nice, um, you know, opt out after a year. And then, the, the, then we'll see what they happen. But speaking of possibly uh, moving on uh, that takes us to the next segment, Casey, the hot seat coaches, and none other than Mr. Zimmer, the Zim dog, is on that list. So this could be an, an, uh, a rebuild, basically, for this Viking squad.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to gauge that Zim has much interest in staying there, dude. You just look at him and, you know, the way that the Vikings lose and having Aaron Rodgers in their division and just how brutal it's been. I'm not sure he really cares at this point. Maybe he does, but we could definitely see the Vikings moving on. And then, in you know, the NFC North as well. Matt Nagy. It looks like that is definitely going to be one of the vacancies opened. And a f- couple weeks ago, Dave, we thought, ah, oh, there might be two or three. Now it looks like we're starting to add some names to this list, and there could be potentially seven or eight guys going. Yeah, I'll just rattle off some guys that we think that um,
1: uh, would conceivably be axed from the job. You know, uh, Vic Fangio a guy like Zimmer that could find himself uh, immediately coaching again, but not as a head coach, but as a defensive coordinator. And you've got Matt rule sort of uh tough tepper there. Doesn't seem to have a lot of patience for anything. And, you know, a couple years into the Matt rule era, it just doesn't seem like it's going the right direction there. How about uh, Houston Texans? That's a team in complete ter- turmoil. It's not really fair to say Cully deserves to get axed here, but you know, it was a kind of a wild choice in the, in the beginning as, as a head yeah. coach. Um, so who knows what, there could be a lot of change there. Uh, you got the giants with Joe judge. Um, clown know, show. Yeah. been <laughs> the clown show? That's right. <laughs> has there been enough development of Daniel Jones? No. And then we talked about Pete Carroll. Uh, he might, you know, he seems to still bring the energy, but are they just tired of him? Is, is his act worn out? You know? Yeah. And how about uh, Raiders coach? I mean, this Raiders coach, uh, interim coach, uh, Bisaccia, you know, he's done some really good stuff, kind of keeping that Raiders squad together with everything that's gone through uh, uh, with the Raiders this year. Um, so maybe they would think that he's finally earned it. He's sort of a long-term journeyman, uh, special teams coach. Uh, yeah. And he's, you know, he's doing a good job, but I think the Raiders might want to look elsewhere there as well.
0: And then and of case, course the Jacks. Yeah. It was like the biggest hire last year is yeah. going to be the biggest hire this year, man. That thing went right into the ground. It was a couple weeks ago that we were speculating that who would be gone at the end of the season. We thought he would probably make it through. And that wasn't the case, man. Herbs was in way (laughs) over his head, and just a terrible fit. And now he's, uh, we'll see if he can recoup any of that money that they don't want to give him. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, yeah,
1: I think you'd say he was fired for cause all the poor decisions that he made along the way. Um, you know, Losing Dave, the trust.
0: Which one of us has never been at some podunk bar in some little town having some goofy <laughs> grandma freaking on your lap. We've all been there, Dave.
1: Sure. Yeah. I got to agree with you on that. Okay. So you can give a pass on that one uh, for sure. But um, yeah, I, I think he'll have to rebuild his reputation in, in, on a smaller college. Who knows? A year or two there. And then he's boom back, to, back to being, you know, like, oh, he'll save our team, you know? Yeah. So um, Jag's looking for a coach. All right, Case, let's move it on. After the Super Bowl and all the dust settles,
0: it's not over yet, man. That's right, bro. After 40 years, the USFL is coming back, and we couldn't be more stoked. Every year, we're trying to find some spring league football to get us through the spring and summer, and the USFL is back. I'm going to be eight teams, but Dave, they're doing it a much better way. They figured out a way to cut costs and – this has the makings of something that could really stick and boy, if the NFL could just get involved a little bit and let some of these quarterbacks go to this, this could be something that happens, but we definitely need a spring league and it looks like uh, we're going to be stoked on this.
1: Yeah, they're going to operate as a single entity. So all of the uh, players will be employed by the USFL, 38 uh, man active rosters, seven man practice squads. Uh, for the eight teams involved, it'll be a 10 game season. They have a chance. Uh, they basically will see, will receive a standard base compensation with a a possible win bonuses or some kind of bonuses. We'll see how that all shakes out. But really this is, uh, I mean, these guys obviously are going to be making uh, a living doing this, but they're really, uh, trying to further their NFL, you know, uh, dreams. Yeah. And getting some stuff on tape for these, uh, for a lot of spring league players has, um, has really paid off. As a uh, you know, on my my on my charges, we definitely have uh, at least two players that were in recent spring leagues uh, that are starters, so or or significant contributors. So uh, I think it's totally worthwhile. Um, and I you know more football in the spring, I love it. Okay, what can yeah, I say, dude,
0: man? You know, and uh, I think the uh, the player selection meeting is going to happen at the end of February. But this league mm-hmm. perfect for my guy Will Greer. The quarterback from West Virginia is not going to get any reps during the season. He could go here and get some starts and find out if this mm-hmm. guy can take it to the next level. The NFL's just got to let some of these quarterbacks, third and fourth stringers, go and see what they can do. I know they're so coveted, but the yeah. NFL is trash without enough quarterbacks. So let's let's get some of these guys developed.
1: Yeah, and not to mention, Casey, you talk offensive linemen. Yes. They just need to work on... Whether it's run blocking or pass blocking or a footwork or something, it's a great opportunity for them. How about the officiating, which we complain about on a regular basis? Give these guys some more reps Ugh. over there. Give them more practice to get better at officiating and, uh, and just, you know, sharp, say sharp at officiating. Got commentators, yeah, you know developing guys uh, in the booth to talk about the sport. Um, it works on so many levels.
0: Yeah, I got a little bit to talk about those officials, but I'm going to wait till we get a little closer somewhere else. But I, I got a little bit there. I've been... Drop I'm your bomb yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. Save it, Casey. All right. Um,
1: okay, so, Case, uh, the uh, Christmas NBA package has been their, their go-to money grab for a number of years. And then the NFL said, hey, wait a minute.
0: We like Christmas, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You know, the, the Browns and the Packers have more than 28 million viewers. And the, uh, the Colts and the Cards add another almost 13, dude. Um, just for a comparison, uh, our Los Angeles Lakers, Bron Bron, losing to the Nets, had fewer than 5 million viewers. So you could add up every NBA game played that day, and it would be less than the football games. Dude, NFL... Reigns supreme over everything and um yeah. you know figuring out these streaming ways as long as they do that the right way the brand is just growing and people can't get enough of it man and uh yeah we see we see when we're watching the draft instead of nba playoffs it happens every year <laughs> give us a draft nfl dominates dude yeah and the uh yeah the thursday night used to be a pretty
1: big uh, draw for the uh for the nba as well and thursday night football has taken away that they've moved sort of those games to tuesdays and wednesdays so yeah. uh, nfl is king all
0: yummy, right Casey, yummy, moving in into my tummy. <laughs> yummy
1: yummy all those viewers mm so good uh the nfl oh, excuse me the three strike survivor pool casey we've been dead uh we're like <laughs> dead, dead rotting corpses <laughs> Worm food <laughs> but well, the most popular pick last week was New England over Jacksonville. The most uh, popular incorrect piece uh, I last week, Indy over the Raiders. That was the 11th most popular pick, though. So most people were, were, were doing OK. Only 1.63% um, actually had that wrong pick there, Casey.
0: Yeah, I'm actually shocked that, uh, you know, 2% still had the Colts in week 17 or they had the Patriots in week 17. But, Dave... This is how thin it's getting there. If you're live, congratulations, kudos to you. The most popular pick heading into week 18 is the football team over the Giants, and Dave will only be able to call them football team for a few more weeks, bro. <laughs> yeah, then we'll be calling them the presidents or the
1: commanders or the They'll armada. do
0: to screw this up, dude. There were so many <laughs> great choices out there, and we're going to get something that sucks. I almost think yeah. uh, that's a guarantee.
1: Yeah, my cho- my choice apparently is not in in, uh, in the running anymore. Sentinels. Oh, I, I thought
0: thought it, was going to say the jackasses.
1: <laughs> oh, no. You know what still is in the mix, Casey? FT. Hey, yeah. we got... <laughs> we're still the FT's. <laughs> Are you saying F that? <laughs> yeah. Football team, Casey. Football team. I could change it to FC, football club, and be there soccer. There you go. Um, all right, short Casey, fantasy go-back starts. Did you have any fantasy go-back regrets? Uh, it's been two weeks now uh, since since our uh, our last checking in.
0: How yeah, you do, Dave, uh, you know, okay. the last two weeks of the regular fantasy season, I was crushing 160 points per. Got that bite in the first round of playoffs. I got bounced with a low score, although my score in the uh, champ, uh, conference championship beat both the other teams on the other side. I just caught the... Uh, the burrows locals at the wrong time. Cause they were muy Caliente, but in the third place game, I made a smooth move and picked up the saints defense, Dave, which ended up getting a 27. But my problem wow. was I played my Cowboys defense. that got me a nine. I ended up losing by less than three points. So, uh, you know, it was a long and rugged season. I had the number one seed going into the playoffs and I ended up sucking out into fourth place. So, yeah, I have a go-back start that's not doing me any damn good now with no hardware, bro. <laughs>
1: well, I was the number one seed in the consolation pool, Casey, similar to your situation, number one seeds and all. Uh, but it was two weeks ago I was out of town trying to noodle around, get the the NFL going uh, in foreign lands. Um, and I didn't go back and peek at my at, at my roster before kickoffs. And then as soon as I did, I realized I had – uh, uh, had Damian Harris, who was questionable, on the bench for Alec- Alexander Madison. Had I done that, and I would have played him if, if I'd have known he was playing, of course, because he was he was doing some good stuff for me, I would have won that week. And then the next week, I would have also won. Um, so it would have beaten Bolt Action and then beaten hypnotodes I would have won the consolation bracket. That move cost me $20, Casey.
0: $20 yeah, dude. And, uh, A.J. Brown says he doesn't care about my fantasy team and his, you know. Whoa. Is four points that he put up. So I could have played a gimpy Mike Evans, gotten 10. And dude, I sat on this guy all year, Ramondre Stevenson, bro. I was right, kind of. He had 22, too. So I had like 60 pounds on my bench. Yeah. So, um, but a great, great season. And, uh, you know, we'll be back with the Astronomical Fantasy Show. Uh, next season to go all over all that. Well, maybe we get a little recap show, Dave, before the Super Bowl or after the Super Bowl, just for the sick fantasy heads like Koslu that can't get enough fantasy. So stay <laughs> tuned.
1: <laughs> all right, Casey. Enough of this fantastical, astronomical nonsense. Let's move on to the actual games in week 18, the what? 2021. Yeah. The 2021. Yeah, that's right. Week 18. So normally it would have already slipped away the regular season, at least, Casey. But this year we get that extremely large NFL season, the biggest ever. Um, 14 of the 16 games featuring at least one team either in the playoffs or in playoffs contention. Uh, let's get it started. We get Saturday football, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. I don't think this worked out quite as well as the NFL would have liked it just because they just didn't have enough like sweet matchups. Yeah, it just is just the way it fell more than anything. But I'm not complaining about a little Saturday football. That's for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's get it started in your division, dude. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos and the chefs are ten and a half point favorites in this game.
1: Yeah, and after you know squandering that 14-point lead last week, uh, giving away that game to the to the Bengals, the Chiefs, uh, with a win here, would keep their hopes alive for that number one seed. They need a little help, but, um, hey, it
0: could still happen. Broncos are very giving, dude. They might get the help that they need <laughs> from so, there, at least. Part, I'm yeah.
1: assuming that part's going through. I'm assuming that part's happening there. All right, Saturday night uh, football, Casey. It is your Dallas Cowboys at... The Philadelphia Eagles Cowboys on the road favored by two and a half.
0: Yeah, and dude, both these teams have clinched, but both teams can move up with a win and a little help, Dave. But I'm going back to last Sunday when we were playing the Cardinals. Not the best game, but dude, we've seen all these games. They're close. They come down to the last play. They come down to the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. Our defense makes a play, gets the huge fumble, and Peepaw's on the sideline. He's trying to get his bifocals up there calls it down by contact. It was clearly a fumble, but Mm -hmm. the NFL can't change something that they know is a bad call because we don't have any timeouts. That is such bullcrap, dude. They had the opportunity to go upstairs and say, yeah, this was a fumble. At least look at it. They didn't. That cost the Cowboys a chance at the one seed. Definitely the two or three. This officiating, you mentioned earlier, it's trash. It's the worst it's ever been. These games are so close. I can't have pop pop up there missing calls on a Sunday. This game would have been a hell of a lot better had the Cowboys still had something to play for. Eagles have like twelve dudes on the COVID list that might be uh, you know, a ploy to get other guys in there. We'll see what happens. But hopefully the Cowboys go into Philly, knock this one out and get the win either way. But man, I wish this was still, you know, a meaningful game as opposed to like getting up there that two or possibly one seed.
1: Yeah, and that's—I mean—that that that call affects other teams as well. You know, oh, yeah. as as Cardinals get the win, and the Rams are now behind them in the standings, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a trickle down effect there uh, as well. Uh, but that wasn't, of course, the only crappy ass call of the weekend. I mean, I do I do agree with you though, and um, that one um, that one it just doesn't make
0: me. sense. You can fix a wronging, but you don't because I don't have a timeout. How does that? How is it related? That is so freaking yeah. stupid, and that's. One of the last things that the NFL needs to fix, and hopefully they do. Yeah, yeah. An eye in the sky would do something. They need to do something.
1: I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that.
0: Too close. All right, Dave, let's move this thing forward. We got the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. No line on this thing.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess because they have no idea who's going to play in this game, right? Pack with the number one seed locked up. They just need to play enough to stay not cold. You know what I mean? And yeah. then uh, you got the Lions – I believe they have the two locked up in terms yeah. of the draft. So it almost makes sense for them to play their worst players, get some experience for those guys, a loss in this game and this game and a and an unlikely Jacksonville win would give them the number one pick in the draft. So who knows
0: who's going to play. Yeah. Drop it now, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Up, up next Chicago bears at the Minnesota Vikings Vikings at home favored by two and a half.
0: Yeah, dude, and th- these teams both had high hopes going in, but now we mentioned it. Swag and Zim are probably coaching their last game for their respective teams here. Still don't know what you have in Josh Fields um, for the Bears. Hopefully he'll get the start there. And, uh, you know, the Vikings, who knows, dude, this is not going to be a sexy game.
1: Yeah, what what can you say? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, man. It could be... Uh, uh... Cousins' last game as a Viking, too. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Well, if you thought that was sexy, Dave, how about this one? The Washington football team at the <laughs> New York Giants and football team is six and a half point favorites.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the last game, as we mentioned, for the FT, Casey, uh, and they'll be announcing their new name on February 2nd. Uh, can't wait for that to happen. It's, it's going to steal the show. Uh, the Giants are apparently still going to be called the Giants, Casey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A.K.A. Clown Show.
1: <laughs> okay dear. i was leaving that one for you um all right casey up next the tennessee titans at the houston texans titans uh in this game favored by uh ten and a half big number
0: yeah dude and a tight win locks up the one seed in that sweet first round bye so you know they'll play until they have this thing put away and then for the texans we mentioned Collie might be out of there is Davis Mills the answer quarterback? He's had some good and bad, and Deshaun Watson next year. So questions all around this Texans team. The Titans on the different uh, trajectory, looking to you know really get over that hump, man. I like this Vrabel squad. He's a great yeah. coach, and this team, dude, has played through so many injuries and adversity, sitting there with the one seed at their uh, yeah. in their control. Pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, no question, and with the op- opportunity to get Her- Henry backed in the mix, especially if they win this wow. game, retain that bye week, that gives them. An, I think it's about two and a half more weeks to get Henry up to speed, and he apparently is going to be practice as of today. Um, so we'll see how f- they've run the ball well with Dante Foreman. Uh, it's gotten yeah. them back to the way they like to play. Um, so uh, yeah, go go Titans, man. That's
0: an yeah. exciting squad. Get Julio a little healthy too. All right, Dave. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens and the Ravens are four and a half point favorites in this one.
1: Yeah, and Lamar has a chance to play after having missed a handful of games with that. Well, you don't want to call it whatever it is because they never say, but it's a high ankle sprain uh, over there. It's Big Ben's last game. um, Unless, of course, basically a miracle happens, but we'll we'll not get too far into that. (laughs) TJ Watt, Casey, could he get that record?
0: Oh yeah, he's going to get that record, dude, for sure. <laughs> There's at least two sacks in that game. Yeah, no question
1: about it, dude. And uh yeah, the Big Ben and and, and company, this will be a nice farewell uh for big Ben, uh, right there in Baltimore. I I'm, I'm, I'm wondering the kind of the level of respect that the fan base there will, will give big Ben towards the end of that game as, as the, as they see him walking off the field. they they're definitely going to
0: gonna show that guy some love after the battles that those two teams have had respect. Yeah. Yeah, For sure.
1: Yeah. Be interesting. Uh, definitely to, to see, must see how, how that, how that wraps up there. All right. Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Browns, favored by two and a half. What's going on with that Casey?
0: Well, we got Joe Mixon on the COVID list and Joey B's not going to play, even though they have a chance to clinch that one seed, they're going to go ahead and get their players healthy um, for the playoffs, Dave. So, um, you know, lots of questions out of Cleveland uh, moving forward. They're uh, underachieved after being so close last year, but uh, these Bengals, man, they're a lot of fun to watch. So, Get them healthy and see if they can make a deep run into these playoffs.
1: Yeah, and Chase uh, maybe breaks the rookie receiving record, Casey. Seems like he's already smashing records all over (laughs) the
0: place. (laughs) I'm surprised he doesn't have it already, dude. He's only (laughs) crushing like four or 500 (laughs) a game, whatever. Sick. Jeez, right. All right, Dave, up next we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you thought that 10.5 point spread was huge. The Colts. 15 and a half point favorites on the road. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Colts need to uh, get the win to ensure a playoff spot that should motivate them. Uh, And if not, then obviously they can still sneak in, I think, but they would need some magic outside that they got to just take care of business and run over this Jaguars team and the Jags got to take care of business. They got that number one draft pick to look forward to.
0: Yeah, dude. Well, they're talking about having a clown show revolution on Sunday. So if you have the package, make sure you at least tune in to see how many clowns actually show up in the stands. Great way to troll con there i hope we see a bunch of them dude i know uh, it's supposed to be uh clowns with um fancy mustaches
1: Casey. <laughs> those are my favorite kind <laughs> shad con mustaches okay moving it to the late slot um it is the new york jets and speaking of huge uh huge uh point spreads the new york jets at the buffalo bills the bills are
0: 16 and a half point favorites you just don't get numbers like that <laughs> oh god dude these bills currently the four seed uh A win, a Bills win gives them the AFC East and the potential to move up. So they're definitely going to go out there and at least attempt to take care of business, get that East and get that Bills Mafia at least one home game. That's a huge number, though, Casey. Come on. I I know. The Buccaneers last week. I think that's That's the biggest point spread (laughs) of the season. I can't remember one higher. I mean, there could be, but sixteen and a half. Wow. I'm not a (laughs) betting man, but (laughs) take the number. Take the points. All right, Dave, speaking of the AFC East, we have the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins, and the Patriots are six-and-a-half-point favorites.
1: Yeah, and with the win, the uh, Patriots would win the AFC East, uh, and with lots of help, they could potentially move uh, into the number one seed and a first-round buy. Uh, so there's a ton to play for for the Patriots. The Dolphins, obviously, um, they just dug such a deep hole yeah. at one and seven. Even though they had a really awesome rebound of that, uh, they just dug too deep of a hole to get, to get out of it. So, uh, Dolphins looking good for next year, not for this year. Patriots
0: got to take care of business. Have the, uh, has Tua done enough to get these Dolphins out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? Uh oh, that's an interesting question, Casey. And, uh,
1: yeah. Well, we'll have to see how the uh, it'll have. We need some resolution to Watson's situation before yeah. anything can proceed. All right. That um, then the Texans can get what they want. Moving forward, it's the New Yorks. Uh, excuse me, the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Saints on the road, favored by three and a half.
0: Yeah, Saints need to win and have San Francisco lose to get into the playoffs. St. Louis at the Rams, so they have the best opportunity of a team not in control of their own destiny. Taysom Hills, uh, an upgrade over Ian book and a Trevor Ooh. Simeon. So this is a great defensive team with a strong run game. Um, I, I think they'll handle their business. Will the, uh, you know, the Niners and Rams. We'll see what happens with that.
1: Yeah, that one's, this one's going to be a good one. Um, but yeah, the Falcons have played better lately and they're, you know, they have not played um, horrible ball. So I'm not handing this one directly to the Saints. uh, just, uh, just yet. Uh, but obviously, they have got a lot more
0: motivation in this one. All right, we got the Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the Bucks are seven and a half point favorites.
1: Yeah, and the Bucks are now the three seed, but they could move up to the two seed with some help. Um, with ten yards passing, though, Brady will go over five thousand for the season. Not bad for an old guy. Um, it's only a handful of guys that have done the five thousand. I know Breeze has, Stafford has, but um, yeah. Brady obviously still putting up unbelievable numbers.
0: Wasn't it about six years ago when he was falling off the cliff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You were trading him. I remember that's bro. right. Um, <laughs> he hey, Jimmy G, G did get the 90s me. to a Super Bowl if they could have, you know, had some picks <laughs> and stayed with them. Who knows? But God, but Tom Brady, man, at least they would have gotten something for him, too. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Where are we now? Um, Woo! This is a good one, Dave. Little NFC West. Uh, Yeah, yeah. This is a really good one, Casey. San Francisco at the the uh, at our Los Angeles Rams. The Rams at
0: home, favored by four and a half. uh, And there's a lot at stake in this one. Yeah, dude. San Fran clinches a playoff berth with the win and could knock the Rams out of the division, leading into a wild card spot. The Rams could lock up the two seed with the win. San Francisco, for the most part, has been playing pretty good ball going down the stretch. Lost a brutal game to the Titans a couple weeks ago, but starting Mm -hmm. to get healthy at running back. Jimmy G's got a banged-up finger. He's going to have to go in this thing, even if he's not close. Defense is playing pretty solid. But my guy Kittle, dude, the last two weeks in the fantasy playoffs has gotten me like six points. So they're going to need more than that out of him. But how about Debo Samuel, man? This guy... Wow. is a monster he does it from all over the field one of the most versatile players out there these days so lots to play for for these uh niners man and uh the tough opponent in our los angeles rams obviously
1: yeah and here's the thing casey uh you mentioned how well san francisco has played lately but they've actually been a pretty tough matchup for this los angeles ram squad in fact the um, 49ers have beaten the Rams five times in a row. Wow. So this would be, if they get this one, it'll be three straight seasons that the Niners have swept the Rams. So you can look at it both ways, you know, the Rams are due, right. And they're, they are at home. So, um, you know, obviously this is a, this is a tough matchup for them though. And uh, it's going to be interesting if Cam Akers, who was supposed to be the, uh, you know, primary tailback for this Ram squad, uh, if he can get out there, and show us a little something, that would be awesome Uh, because um, they've they've gotten a lot out of the guys they have, but Cam uh, would be a nice, nice uh, addition there.
0: Yeah, dude, and how sick is Cooper Cup, bro? Just ridiculous. (sighs) Really dick. Well, let's go ahead and keep it in the (laughs) NFC West, dude. Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals, and the Cardinals are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game, dude.
1: Yeah, Russell Wilson's last game, perhaps, as the Seahawks. We don't Whoa. know. Yeah, with some, uh, with the win and some help the, from San Francisco, the Cardinals could steal the NFC West from the Rams. So, obviously, there will be um, scoreboard watching there uh, and move into at least a one-home game situation uh, in the playoffs. Uh, this Cardinals team got the, the sh- sort of right of the ship just in time last week because they had they'd been on a downward spiral.
0: All they needed was help from the Zebras and look what happened. But these cards might want <laughs> to play on the road. They've been amazing on the road. I think they're eight and one or something sick like that. So yeah. maybe they don't want to play at home, but uh, you know, the Seahawks would like to do an upset special baby.
1: No question. You know, that, that's uh that's what Russell does. So he's going to, he's going to, he's going to ball. That's for sure. All right. Moving it to Sunday night football. The playoffs start early this year, Casey, And it'll be the last game in week 18 as our Los Angeles Chargers face off in Las Vegas against the Raiders and the Chargers are favored by two and a half.
0: Yeah, dude, this game, man. uh, I don't think you could get two more hated franchises together for week 18 (laughs) finale, just with the birth in the playoffs on the line, man, this is going to be epic. And these Raiders, we talked a little about it earlier, They've really, you know, played through um, a lot of diversity. You know, you almost forget that Gruden was fired here earlier. You know, mm-hmm. and you can't forget obviously what uh, Henry Ruggs did. You know, but yeah. they found a way. Pops to right to forgot share. it. Yeah, Cops right?
1: forgot about it. So he repeats the mistake, although not nearly as devastatingly. But yeah, they've done a lot. Rich, Rich Pasacha has done a lot to keep that squad playing good football. Got to give Carr a ton of credit for the way he's balled out in the last handful of weeks in particular. Uh, they're looking and to get
0: Carlson, a lot
1: of credit <laughs> They're They've played through um, not having their best offensive weapon, Darren Waller on the field and gotten a handful of wins during that time field. They're looking to get him back for this game. Um, so chargers had uh, a, a handful of guys on the COVID list a couple of weeks back and it really impacted their continuity, but the chargers seem to be rounding into shape here uh, as well. Uh, It's a, it's a, these two really, really talented quarterbacks. Uh, It's going to be fun to see these guys battle it out and hopefully it comes away with the W for the chargers.
0: Yeah, dude. I love what Herbert and Eckler have done. That might be the most dynamic QB running back, combo there just out of the backfield man. Um it's good. Obviously Keenan Allen's one of the best route runners out there. Hopefully Mike uh you know uh Williams is healthy too. Jared Cook's yeah. been a nice addition and no one mentions Slater because he doesn't get penalized and he just has it locked down. So um yeah Chargers have let a couple games slip away. This is not one of those man. Win or go home, baby. There's so yeah. much talent on that squad and they're so fun to watch. Um This is going to, oh, it's going to be, they're going to be frothed up, dude. Think of a day in Vegas waiting for this five o'clock. Oh, my gosh, dude.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it, dude. The Vegas, the black hole, the the death Roomba, whatever you want to call it, is going to be rocking on that night. There's no question. And. You know what? The Chargers, they're used to playing against the crowd as well because they play (laughs) in Los Angeles where it's at least half the other team. Anyways, as they played the Raiders earlier in the season, it was uh, it was, I would say, close to 50 50, but eh, advantage Raider fan. But this is going to be an awesome football game. No question. Cannot wait. Yep. All right, Casey, that is going to do it. Uh, So many ways to check out the football dudes. We are available for subscription. This podcast that you're listening to, The Trend Zone, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your con- your podcasts.
0: Yeah, go ahead, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Instagram and Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Football LA If you want to be in the know, we have so much killer content in our twitter feed it's, it's insane and make sure you tag us across all social media platforms or just go to footballnews.com.
1: it's all there for you that is going to do it for this episode of the trend zone the last episode of the longest regular season nfl it's regular season ever for casey i'm dave enjoy week 18 here come the playoffs we are out of here